Hey, what's up? Thanks for stopping by again to just hang out with us for a few moments as we dig into the Word of God. Um, today we're going to kick off the first video in a series of videos um, that I am just giving the title Lessons from Lepers. And I want to read in Luke chapter 17, verse 11 through 19. And then after reading that, we're just going to take the first couple of verses and just dig into those a little bit. But in Luke chapter 17, verse 11 through 19, it says this, As Jesus continued on toward Jerusalem, he reached the border between Galilee and Samaria. As he entered a village there, ten men with leprosy stood at a distance, crying out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. He looked at them and said, Go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back to Jesus shouting, Praise God! He fell to the ground at Jesus' feet, thanking him for what he had done. This man was a Samaritan. Jesus asked him, Didn't I heal ten men? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And Jesus said to the man, Stand up and go. Your faith has healed you. I want to read those first two verses, verse 11 and 12 again. It says, As Jesus continued on toward Jerusalem, he reached the border between Galilee and Samaria. And as he entered a village there, ten men with leprosy stood at a distance. So here's what we have going on right now. Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem, ultimately to embrace the cross, um, to be buried in the tomb, to rise from the dead, and then to ascend into heaven. We, we, as we read Luke chapter 17, in these moments, we are in the final moments of Jesus' ministry on earth. He's wrapping up his earthly ministry. And the Bible says, what we just read, is that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. What this means is that he was traveling on the border between Samaria and Galilee. Where Jesus was at this point in time, if he would have traveled south, then he would have um, traveled directly to Jerusalem. But Luke tells us that he traveled east between the border of Samaria and Galilee. So he didn't travel as the crow flies. He doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't go the shortest distance to reach his destination. He goes out of his way to eventually get to his destination. The path that Jesus took made no sense um, geographically. In fact, there have been scholars that have criticized Luke I mean, think about this. They've criticized Luke and have said that Luke didn't have a good sense of geography. That way he didn't understand um, Jesus' travel arrangements because what Luke um, said in his writings makes no sense. This is absurd. I mean, I'm, I'm no theologian. Um, I'm a simple man. I don't understand Scripture at the depth that I would really like to understand it, but this is absolutely absurd. Luke, without a doubt, had a good sense of geography at that time. He knew what he was writing. He knew what was going on. And, and, and here's the truth that we know, is that it wasn't a mistake. 
It, it was no accident that Jesus chose to travel east rather than traveling south, straight to Jerusalem. It was no coincidence, no accident, no mistake. Jesus, every moment of his life, was driven with purpose and mission. And he travels out of his way because he knew that there were ten lepers that he needed to encounter. And this reminds me of a moment that's also involves Jesus in Samaria, where uh, I think it's in John chapter, I think it's John chapter four. I mean, I want to make sure. Yeah, John chapter four, where Jesus tells his followers, I need to go through Samaria. And they're questioning his logic. What in the world is he thinking? But he knows that when he arrives, he's going to arrive in the middle of the day, the heat of the day. And there he's going to meet a woman, a Samaritan woman at a well who has no business being out drawing water from this well in the middle of the day. He's going to encounter this woman. He's going to speak truth and life into her flipping her world upside down, changing her life, not only in that moment, but for all of eternity and not just her life, but the lives of so many that were in that village. And he did it on purpose. It was intentional. There was no coincidence, no accident, no happenstance. He went through Samaria to encounter this woman at the well. And in the same way, he travels out of his way to get to Jerusalem because he knows that he will encounter 10 lepers and he's going to change their lives forever. Jesus He's, he's not a God of coincidence or accidents or, or happenstance. And this is encouraging to me because it tells me that he sees me right, right where I'm at. He sees the condition I'm in. He's well aware of the circumstances in my life. And if he'll go out of his way to meet a woman at a well, if he'll go out of his way to meet 10 lepers, 10 outcasts, then why would I ever doubt that he wouldn't do the same for me? Why would you ever doubt or question that he won't do the same for you? And here is the truth. He has already done it. He has already gone out of his way. And he did it through the cross. The cross bridged the gap between us and Christ. The cross erased the divide. Jesus is an eraser of gaps and divides and separations. He, he completely removed the gap that existed between us and him. He went out of his way. He embraced a cross, the persecution, the shame, the pain of the cross so that we might have access to him. The Bible says that when he gave his life on the cross, then he said it, it is finished, that the veil in the temple was ripped from the top to the bottom permanently giving us access to the presence of God. Prior to the cross, we had no free access. But because of the cross, there is no divide. 
There is no separation. That's why Paul is able to write in Romans chapter 8 that nothing can separate us from Christ. Not death, not life, not angels, not demons, not the present, not the future, not any powers, not height, nor depth, not anything in all of creation can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Paul is able to write these words because of the truth and the reality of the cross. Jesus went out of his way laying his life down on a cross to meet us right where we're at. We don't have to wait for Jesus to show up. We don't have to wait for him to adjust his travel plans, to, to make changes to his itinerary. We don't, we don't have to wait. We don't have to wait for him to travel east instead of south. He's already done it. He's already erased the gap, the division between man and him. And it is such good news to us that regardless of our circumstances and our conditions, Jesus Christ, who is able to make all things new, is right here with us. The cross bridged the divide. And here's my plea to you. If you're in need of something from Christ, whatever the circumstances it are, whatever the condition of your life is, whatever you're going through, whatever you're facing, and you just need him to pass by your way, just like he did with the woman at the well, just like he did here with these 10 lepers. If you just need him to come by your way, to pass by your way, then my plea to you is this, go back and read verse 13 again. Luke 17, verse 13, where it says that when Jesus approached the village, approached the city, that there were 10 lepers, 10 lepers that stood at a distance. And verse 13 says that they cried out, have mercy on us. What if, what if the key that unlocks the door to the victory that you need in your life is as simple as doing just that. From the depths of your heart, calling out to Christ, calling out to Jesus, saying, Lord, have mercy on me. Meet me right here. We already know that He's able. We know that He's capable. We know that He makes ways where there seems to be no ways. We know that He can divide seas. We know that He can crush walls. We know that He can break chains. There is nothing that is too hard for our God. 
It doesn't matter if it's financial. It doesn't matter if it's physical. It doesn't matter if it's addiction. It doesn't matter if it's brokenness in homes and relationships. Jesus meets all needs. He is able to meet every need. There is nothing that is too hard or difficult for him. And what if the only thing we need to do is just to simply follow what the example of these 10 lepers and say, Lord, have mercy on me. I need you to meet me right here, right now, right where I'm at. Maybe it's that simple. It sure doesn't feel like that all the time, but maybe it's that simple. Maybe we just need to learn from this moment, from these lepers. We already know that there is no separation between us and Christ except for the separation that we create on our own. There is no divide, there is no gap. The cross permanently erased the divide. The only separation that exists is what we create. So if the cross is there and the bridge is there, then maybe it's just time for us to cross that bridge and to do so by saying, God, here I am. Here's my condition. These are my circumstances. I don't know what to do with it. I don't know how to make sense of any of it. But what I do know is that you are a God who is able. So right now, I just say, have mercy on me. Do what you and only you can do. God, I thank you for your word what your word teaches us, how it encourages us, corrects us, and puts us back on a straight path. And Lord, I just pray right now that whoever is watching this video, you know the circumstance and the situation they're in. I have no clue, but there is nothing that is hidden from you. So God, I ask you right now, as they call on you, just as these 10 lepers did and they begin to cry out, have mercy on me. Lord, I just ask that you would just fill the room, the place where they're at, and may they sense your presence and your nearness like never before. Because we know that there is no separation between us and you, that you are always there. You never leave us. You never forsake us. You never abandon us. You are always here and near. And we thank you for that, God. And we give you all praise and all glory, not only for what you have done, but what you continue to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you again for stopping by to check out another video with us. And um, we'd love for you to tune in next week as we continue in this series of lessons from lepers. God bless you and have a great week.